Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Talk About It, where we have conversations that spread love, shed light, and celebrate freedom. My name is Amanda, and um, generally I would have someone else on joining me uh, to have conversations and just really uh, hear their heart and their perspective on things. But today I felt like the Lord was asking me to share uh, something personal and close to my heart. Um, there's some of you that know, some do not. Uh, I pray that this isn't something that is too, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't really, I, I guess it would be more like the sensitivity to it, but sometimes I suppose it's a good thing. So we're just going to trust that the Lord's going to use it. However he sees fit. Um, it's a miracle and a large victory, a ginormous testimony. And I think there are some people that are going to hear the testimony and um, really, uh, I mean, obviously for most situations, unless you are in the moment and actually witness it, it's hard to wrap your brain around. Let me just tell you, I was there to witness it. And it was so beyond my understanding uh, even though I saw it with my own eyes, um, there were days afterwards where I literally just sat in tears and in awe and just toiling over the understanding of how and um, just the gratitude towards the Lord. And so um, I'm going to preface this with um, everything is fine. Every, it's amazing. Everybody is 100% fine and they're amazing. Um, unfortunately for my poor dad, I was sharing the testimony with him, which really was a testimony in the moment. And um, I felt so awful. The phone cut out as I said, everything was fine. And he didn't hear that part until like the end. And I just felt so bad for the roller coaster of emotions that I sent him through. So prefacing this, Everything is fine. Everyone is fine. Everyone is healthy and amazing. And we just really have a testimony of the Lord. So um, about three weeks ago now, um, it was, we were at a gathering and it was just uh, another family and I, um, and the kids were down playing at the pond. And mind you, I say down, but we were like maybe 50 feet away from them um, or 50 yards. Sorry. Um nearby. They had life jackets on. Um, and they were like catching salamanders, playing by the water. They were jumping off the dock, just kid stuff. And, uh, I just felt in my spirit that something wasn't right. And so I was paying closer attention for the moment. And I was like, this is, something's weird. Um, and once I realized that something was wrong, I began to run down, um, and, I am sorry. I didn't realize how difficult this would actually be. I've shared this multiple times, um, but I feel like because it's to like a broader audience and it just feels way more vulnerable, I suppose. Um, but again, God gets all the glory and that's what I'm here for. So uh, we, I ran down and my oldest, uh, who is now nine, this happened five days prior to her ninth birthday. Um, she was face down in the water and I pulled her out. She was completely, uh, limp 
and I put her on the side of the hill. And quite honestly, in that moment, I didn't even think about CPR, like praise God, because I think I, I pray that he would have prompted that if that was something that was necessary. Um, and mind you, like, obviously we're in this situation and it's a total time warp. Like I, your whole like idea of what the time frame looks like is so crazy, especially when you have people asking you afterwards. Like we went to the hospital and like they were like, So what's the I have no I couldn't tell you. Um, but I know that it wasn't long, right? And so um I laid her on the side hill and um there were just I'll save certain details because I just don't think that they're necessary to the full story and I'm not giving the enemy the glory in any of that. Um and so I undid the her life jacket and she I almost she opened her eyes and I literally say this, but it's so her eyes were never closed. Okay. And even the person that was there with me um had said to me, she was like that night, she goes, Amanda, like it was as if the Holy Spirit did CPR when her eyes opened. And I was like, yeah, but her eyes were never closed. And that to me, like in that moment, I was like, this is totally like, I know this is the Holy Spirit, uh, the life given back to her in that moment. And like, I can still picture it. And that's what like chokes me up and brings me to tears. And I just could not be more grateful, obviously. Um, but she looks at me and she goes, what just happened? And I sit her up and also for side note, like I have gained her permission to share this story. Um, I felt like it was necessary for me to ask before I go went ahead and did so. Um, and so I do have her permission to share. Um, so I, she looks up at me and she sits up and she goes, I felt like I was in a dream. And I mean, mind you, like at that point, like I had said her name so many times before laying her down. Um, I was just speaking the name of Jesus over her and just like, like just thanking him and praising him. And just so, I mean, I can't, I have, I just don't think I can honestly properly explain, but I'm sure many of you who are, especially those who are parents, um, understand how that moment must have felt. Um, and so she went to go get up to walk and couldn't, um, which I didn't realize at the moment, but like after like weeks of like sitting, like it's because there was literally no blood flow to her legs. Um, and so I was like, okay, like let's sit down, like take a minute, like let's allow your heart to do its job for a few seconds. And she literally stood up and just started running. And I was like, okay, like obviously we're all right. Um, Obviously, we still ended up taking her to the hospital um, just because for me, honestly, it was like, you know what? <laughs> Punch the devil in the face. <laughs> like there's victory in this, like a proof from the doctor that like nothing is wrong with her. Like you, this may have been an attempt, but like she is 100% healthy. And um, that is exactly what happened. We walked in and Guys, like when I tell you, like that receptionist looked at me and I explained to her what happened. I was still in tears. It was obviously very fresh and very new. My adrenaline was starting to wear off. So like the emotions were like starting to flood back in that way. But um, she was a mom and she, I can't get out of my head the look in her eyes as she just stood and 
just was she was staring in awe of of my daughter in front of her and um it was as if she had seen a ghost like i quite literally i just she i could tell she understood the depth and the like um the reality of what had just happened and the miracle of what she was looking at right it was like i literally watched the resurrection power of jesus right before my eyes and I felt as though she knew what she had experienced just by looking at her. Um, And I'm not saying this to be dramatic. It's just genuinely like when the Holy Spirit is, is moving in, in things like this, like there are so many people that are impacted. Um, And so hence why I'm choosing and, and being obedient to coming and sharing this story that is very, very personal to us. Um, but ultimately like our life is being lived to serve him and to make him known. And so that other people receive, or so I'm sorry, that other people see the glory of God. And, um, I just, I, I think that it would be somewhat selfish, um, of me to keep this to myself and, or to our family. And, um, so we were there at the in the emergency room for five hours. Um, they had taken us into triage. Everything was fine. They checked her blood sugar. Um, the doctor kind of like from my explanation of of how, like what things looked like from my perspective and how they happened and whatever. Um, he checked for seizures. He checked for heart issues. He checked for um, her blood sugar levels, and everything came back one hundred percent absolutely normal. Like all her numbers were perfect. Um, there was nothing on her chest x-ray. Her EKG was perfect. Um, uh, literally everything. Um, and so I just, my mom and I stood there in just complete awe of like, okay. Like we knew it, right? We knew going in, like we were coming in for this victory when we left. Like that's why we're here. Um, and it's just like the awe of God. Right. And I just pray no one ever gets sick of that. No one ever, like it just, if we can live in the awe of God, uh, I just, I feel as though our hearts are always going to be full of gratitude. They're always going to be soft. They're always going to be, um, a, a willing vessel that the Lord can move in. And, um, he was able to even use me in the midst of the waiting room and the five hours that we were there. And I, I don't, I'm not sharing the details of any of that because it's not, um, me to get the glory. It's the Lord, but like he will use horrible situations in ways that just bring such peace and joy and comfort to other people. Um, I was able to share Macy's testimony and in, like the look on that man's face was just, he was again, awestruck. And, um, it just, I don't fault the doctors. They sometimes science can't explain what most of the time science can't explain, um, what the supernatural does and how it works and because it's supernatural. And so, um, they did put a, uh, like medical term on the the discharge papers. Um, and quite honestly, it's slightly comical. Uh, 
And of course the enemy has tried coming at my mind of like, oh, well, you're just like this, you're making this more dramatic than it actually was. Or you're um, like uh, just all these things of like, did that actually happen? Is this actually what happened to her? Like, or did you just, are you being dramatic about it? And like, there's, she just kind of like passed out and whatever. And like, it's just like a normal thing. And the reality is, is like the details that God, like, the details of it all. Like I, you can't make this up. It's not coincidence. Um, and I just have to put myself in this place of like, no, no. And unfortunately I think every single day God loses out on glory. That's truly his, because we see it as a coincidence or as something that we're just being overly emotional about or whatever. But the reality is, is he is so good. And his goodness brings man to repentance and sharing his goodness allows people to see his character and who he is. And that's just, I had to remind myself of that even as I got on today to share this with all of you because the enemy would love nothing more than for me to stay quiet. Why? Because he knows that he's already defeated. Death, hell, and the grave has been defeated because of Jesus Christ. And so, um, Another portion of this was as I was running to go and lift her up, um, I had to have hit my heel on something because when the adrenaline wore off and I'm walking through the hospital in flip-flops on the concrete floor, I was limping so bad because on my right heel, it felt like someone was literally stabbing me. Um, And this went on for like a day and a half. And on that second day, as I was like, okay, like this is kind of obnoxious, right? And my mom had even joked while we were in the hospital, like maybe you should get checked out. I was like, no, I'm not staying any longer than I have to. Like, it's fine. Um, But I heard the Lord say to me <laughs> to go and read the read in Genesis. And I was reminded of the scripture that says, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers, he will crush your head and you will strike his heel. And the minute, and they're talking about Jesus on the cross, death defeated by him, right? Like the enemy's head was crushed um, in that moment and his, his resurrection power, right? Like that's the resurrection of Jesus is the reason that we have no fear over death, right? And so the minute that that revelation hit, my heel was completely without pain. And I'm like, okay, like that was crazy. Um, Like immediate healing. And I, again, like another reason to praise the Lord. But I think so many people are walking around with this fear, this fear of death, right? That is the freedom of Jesus is that we no longer fear death. Why? Because we don't die. Yes, our body is still here, but our life is not in our body. It is our spirit that gives us life. And our spirit goes into heaven for eternity upon our body time being up essentially. And I'm just, I think that was one of the biggest takeaways for me was like sitting there as a parent and being like, okay, she had a life jacket on. 
I was right there. She knows how to swim. Girl's a fish without a life jacket. And here I am going, I don't know that I could have done ever anything differently. And he goes, it was this gentle reminder of like, they're my children. They're my children. I've given to them to you to steward, but they're my children. And I'm going to love and protect them because they're mine. And I think there's a mom out there, dad maybe, um, grandparent, anyone um, that needs that reminder, that fear that's binding you up, that um, you are just walking in this place of like bubble wrap almost, right? Of like, I I might screw this up or I might screw them up or I might not do the right thing. They're his children. And so it was this level of trust with him and them that I've never experienced before. And um, I think it's been tested quite a few times since then. Um, my son just two days ago, um, I turn around and he's on the playground and he's literally sitting at the top of the playground. Ironically, I was actually sharing this testimony with someone at the moment that he was doing this. And I mean, we're talking like, I don't know, 15 feet in the air. He's like, there's probably like a six foot wide roof that like he can't even get to that he's sitting on. And I'm like, oh, geez, Louise. Um, But the reality is, is like, they're not my kids. I don't need to be fearful of this. They're not mine. They're his to protect. Of course, I have to steward them well and explain to them that like, there's a level of wisdom and safety that we need to take, but we're not going to walk around life afraid. So when it comes to your children, like God is his ultimate father, like We are his children and they're his children. And so therefore he loves them more than we love them. And so he can see things. He knows all things and he can see the future. He can see the big picture of things. He knows what's happening in every moment. Nothing's a surprise to him. And we also have to trust. And I think sometimes we kind of take that responsibility off from ourselves where if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, He's, he's most of the time always speaking. And so when it comes down to, for instance, uh, I'll give an example. My youngest, two summers ago, um, I had a prompting in my spirit multiple times. It was probably like two or three times. Put a life jacket on her. Put a life jacket on her. Put a life jacket on her. And I got distracted and I was doing something and this and that. And, um, she happened to tip over head first into a very small pool. Um, and immediately, thank God, um, they, she was pulled out. She was fine, whatever. But uh, in that moment, I was reminded, he already told me three times to put a life jacket on her. He already saw what was about to happen and about to transpire. He was equipping me as her mother as her protector. Yes, he protects our children, but there are times where, and he said, um, I felt, I felt like after this situation had happened, um, I felt as though he was just, um, I guess it was that conviction, but also that like, well done moment (laughs) where he was, 
actually, I kind of, I wish I had my journal in front of me so I could read it um, verbatim, but uh, he said something along the lines of, if you hadn't responded to my prompting, that situation would would have ended much differently. Just as those who are responsible for responding to my prompting for the souls of the people that are currently drowning. And it hit me so hard. Like I just started weeping (laughs) and it's our responsibility, even whether it be in these situations and we're just trying to protect our kids or like work stuff or whatever. He, he cares about the details of things and he cares about giving you that foresight where I feel like we're kind of always looking for that and feeling anxious because we don't have that. But what if your answer for your anxiousness is the Holy Spirit, is actually being aware of him to another level, going deeper with him so that you're, you can hear his voice in a way that maybe you didn't notice before. And for me, that really started to grow after I really began to see him for the character, the thought, with the character, I should say, with the character and nature of God, the Father, and how he was all the fruits of the Spirit. And yeah, sure, there were times where he's going to be stern because he's also um, the God of justice and um we know that if there's not, the the word tells us that if he corrects those that he loves. And so there's going to be correction and, um, and those things come, but the reality of it is, is in those moments, if we're just sensitive to what he's speaking, most of the time there's no need. I mean, I, I will be brave enough to say, there is no need to be anxious because we know that we can rest in his spirit and in the peace that he gives us because we are walking with him. Um, now, so the following day after this happened, uh, we had the opportunity to go to a friend's house and my oldest came up to me and she was like, mom, can we go swimming? And I'm like, "Uh, are you sure? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, um, okay. And here's, here I am, right. As the mom trying to be like, you can't be nervous if she's not nervous. Like you can't like, I don't want to make her feel anxious or upset or nervous or overthink something because that is my emotion in the moment. Right. And not that I was nervous about something happening again. I, I was more so, um, nervous in regards of, what, how she was going to feel and how to handle the situation and that sort of thing. Um, and so we did, we went and she got in and at first she's like hanging on to the edge, but like you could, I mean, she got right in, she's hanging on to the edge and no life jacket. We're in a pool at this point, no life jacket. She can swim. Um, and she's hanging onto the edge and then she's hanging onto a floaty and then she's hanging on to, um, another one of the kiddos. Like she's allowing them to like swim with her. They're much younger than she is. And, um, at one point I just looked at her and I was like, I'm so proud of you. And she just smiles at me and I just like tears well up in my eyes because in that moment I felt the Lord 
and his remind, like it, it really, it's a promise of God in that you might go through the fire, but you're going to come out not smelling like smoke. And so, um, even when someone had said to me, like, just be careful that you're being aware of her emotions, even if she might out, not outright tell you that like, or want to talk about it or whatever, like those feelings are going to come to the surface. And like, you do want to give her the opportunity to talk about them. And so I I said something to her of like, how are you feeling about this? And, and, um, is there anything you want to talk about or whatever? And she's like, no, I'm fine. And at first I was like, okay, Lord, like, do I need to be prepared? Obviously I made space for like large emotions that week. Um, she tends to be that child where it comes out in other areas, maybe not necessarily in conversation, um, just the pent up emotion, I guess you could say. Um, and so I made space for that and we were very much just more intentional and, and attentive in that way. Um, but I was reminded like the coming out, not smelling like smoke, like that includes the trauma around the situation, the fear around things, the, um, the mind games, right? Like the, the emotions that she may or may not have had, um, not replaying. Like I was adamant that night. I prayed like over our home and the fact that she wouldn't, none of us, not even just her, all of us wouldn't have nightmares over this or, um, there wouldn't be any lingering side effects essentially. And God was faithful, like not one time has anyone had a dream or like an upset of emotion or whatever in that situation. I will say one of the things that I have to work on within myself, um, we had a birthday party shortly after and, um, there were like multiple kids. In, I I have so much more compassion and like understanding for lifeguards. When they tell you like there's rules of like no floaties in the water, like this, that, and the other thing, it's for a reason. And it's because when there's like a drowning situation and it's also crazy because somebody posted almost a day or two before this all happened. Um, it's usually silent. It's not like this whole like charade that we normally would think would be the response. And so I did have one of those moments where like there was multiple kids in a space, there was floaties everywhere. Um, and they all were good swimmers, but like, so nobody had life jackets on or anything. And I was the one solely responsible. And I was like, I've got to tap out for a second because, uh, and what it came down to, I was like, okay, Lord, like, what is this that like I'm sensing or feeling? And it was the fact that I wasn't a trusting myself it had nothing to do with anybody else. Um, but B, the other part was I told the kids, get the floaties out of the pool. I cannot, especially it's one thing if there's like not a few like just a few kids, but like the number of kids that were in there, I can't sit here and count heads to make sure I see everybody when there's floaties everywhere. And so, um, I think that for me personally, I don't want to say that it's even like a side effect. I think it's wisdom if we're being honest. And I know sometimes we say like our fear and like we call it wisdom, <laughs> but the reality of it is you learn something from situations, right? And it's inevitable and I can't prevent what happened. Um, I honestly, like, that's one of the things that he spoke to me so many times of like, and one of my biggest takeaways from this was the fact that I 
couldn't have changed or done anything different or better. Um, I just, I couldn't have, I mean, maybe sure. Maybe you could have, but that was like it, any variable could have changed in that situation. And so I, that was never really something that I felt guilt over was like, I should have done X, Y, and Z. She had a life jacket on. We were like right there. And um, we were paying attention and all the things. Was I grateful that like, thank God that didn't happen when like we weren't right there or we weren't, you can't go into those what ifs, like the enemy lives in that. Right. And so for me, I was just, just constant gratitude. The number of people that have been able to hear this testimony and have been moved by it. Um, and that's, that's the whole point is God gets the glory in this. And it's really, um, I've already said it, but it's just, it's so important for me, like resurrection of Jesus, the power of that lives within us. He's still here and it's still present and it didn't leave. Um, and that's why he gave us the Holy spirit. I'm so grateful that, um, there's time for my daughter to continue. Like you start to just, you sit and you reprioritize these things in your mind and you're like, okay, so like when something like that happens, there's this moment of, man, like this stuff can change in a split second. And I do feel, um, for those of you that are on and listening and you have had something in your life that has happened that has changed the trajectory of your family, um, I really feel and I just I feel even now like the Lord grieving for you. Um, I need you to know that anytime anything bad happens, it's not of God. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God comes to give life and life more abundantly. And there's a a grieving um, that happens. He feels the emotions that we feel because he's in communion with us. And that's not a one-way street. And... um. I just pray that you find comfort in the comforter and that you find peace. And ultimately, um, there is a, a place that you get to where you see God's hand, um, because he doesn't ever leave us. And so I just pray even now that you just feel his, his hand on you and that comfort there with you. And, um, I, I just, I deeply send my sincere, um, regard for that. I don't want to talk about these things and assume that there's not people on the other side of our story. Um, I fully recognize that. And of course I can't, thankfully can't sit here and say that I know what you feel and I I've experienced it myself. I can say that, um, I have compassion and I wish I could take you out of that situation. Um, but God can, he can, he can take that sting away. Um, and so I just, I pray that everyone that hears this, uh, that there's something that you can take away from it, that you, um, hear the freedom, the love, the, uh, And just the light that God brings in these situations that could have been very dark and that he works all things out for our good, for those that love him and live according to his will. And I just, I'm just full of gratitude. Um, I pray that the testimony of this for us even stays fresh. 
I don't want it to be something where it becomes a transaction, if that makes sense, where like something happens to you and you're like, oh yeah, that happened. I want it to be something that is heart transforming. Um, And so that's my prayer. Like, I'm not saying I want to sit in a place of like worry and sorrow and fear, like what, not at all. But I know that there is a newfound um, appreciation and prioritization that has happened. Um, I will never, ever, ever look into my daughter's eyes the same way. I pray that I don't, right? Like I pray that that never happens. I can never look into her eyes in the way that I did prior to this situation um, because I I just, I don't even have words to explain. Um, I, I just, I pray that the Lord moves um, in a way of this deep, uh, revelation of his love for you and for your kids. I pray that you guys are able to listen to this and, um, really hear my heart and the love of Jesus. Ultimately, uh, his resurrection power is just, man, there's certain things where it's like, I hope I never experience that. But like, let's be honest, the reality of it is, is like everyday life is a resurrection to some degree. Um, we were dead in our transgressions prior to him. And so um, I'm just so grateful. And I just want you all to know that I love you. I'm praying for all of you. I'm so grateful that you're still following along. <laughs> um, and I just pray that I guess I'm just honored to be able to um, have those that are listening listen and to hear what the Lord placed on my heart and to care about what I have to say. Because I was just saying to someone last night, I don't know what, I don't, sometimes I don't understand like why people care what I have to say about anything. So that's still kind of lost on me, but um, I'm just over here trying to be as obedient as I possibly can be, um, even if I may, I may not fully understand the fullness of, of what that looks like. And I probably never will. So I love you all. I hope you have a great, great rest of your day and the rest of your week. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next time.